welcome to A Hearty Heart. I am your host, Harsha Harris. I am not much of a speaker, but it was placed on my heart to start this podcast for my daughter's sake. I feel as though her story has not been heard, thus allowing so many speculations to go forth. Well, as her mother, I can attest to the truth of what happened, as well as the two young ladies that were in the car with her at the time of this crime. As a mother, I have gone through so many different phases of losing a child that sometimes I don't know if I'm coming or going. It sits on my heart and mind heavenly. I can truly say that the prayers have given me strength to make it through each day. I am yet and still wondering why this happened and just patiently waiting for justice to be served. Every night and again, I will host other families or people in general who would like to tell their stories. Basically, I'm just creating an open space to talk freely, even if it is just to spread a positive word here and there. In today's episode, I will focus on the effects this tragedy has caused our family and some of Taisha's friends. I have a few guests here with me today who would like to share their stories or feelings. We have Miss Ari with us on today. She was one of the young ladies that was with my daughter, Taisha, when this um, senseless crime was committed. Ari, can you give us your um, feedback on how this um, senseless crime has changed your life and how it has impacted your life? Yes, ma'am. Um, so, you know, of me being a 22-year-old female, I have never experience anything like that you know like you see you see things like that in movies um you hear about stuff like that on the news but to actually see something like that firsthand it was very very traumatizing to me um going on days like days after um you know that happened to taisha I was, it really, really brought me down. Like, it was very, very heavy on me. I feel like I had instantly went into depression. I was very, very anxious. Even to this day, I'm still dealing with, I feel like, a lot of anxiety with just, like, being around people. Because, you know, you don't know who you can trust. Because I didn't didn't know the people. You know, I knew of them Mm -hmm. just going, you know, from what Taisha would tell me. And, of course, they were her they were tensed his other side of his family but mm-hmm. I didn't know these people so it's just like just going out and being around people now I, I just I'm like very very anxious because I'm always feeling like somebody is out to get me for some for some reason like I feel like everybody's intention is to harm me my lord like it, yeah, it's very scary. I don't, I used to feel comfortable. Like me, I'm a very open person and I used to feel comfortable around a lot of people, strangers, you know, I was always aware of my surroundings, but now it's just like, my first thought is, oh, they're going to try to hurt me or, you know, something like that. And then, like I said, it's just, that is, it was very depressing to see, you know, like I said, to have my friend just pass away in my arms. I'm listening. I'm literally watching her and hearing her take her her last breaths. It's like, you never know which, how you would react in that situation. But the first thing I, I thought to do was just hold her. So, yeah, it's just like, 
it was very traumatizing and impactful on me. I just, it was really hard to move on. It got to a point where I didn't even want to leave my house. All I wanted to do was just lay in bed all day. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to be around anybody. And then like, I'm not from Tennessee and I don't really know much about Brownsville or, you know, Jackson or anything like that. But from what I was hearing from, you know, you and Nadia, all the, the, things people were saying about Taisha and the stories that they were coming up with. And I'm just like, it, that, that also was very, I'm trying to think of the word that was very discouraging because it's just like Taisha was not a bad person. Everything right. that they were saying about her was not true. The things right. that they were trying to come up with, you know, she wasn't out there trying to hurt anybody. She wasn't, you know, chasing anybody trying to take, it was nothing like that. So that's right. very discouraging because it feels like you don't have anybody's help for real. Right. Or anybody's support. Everybody's just coming up with the he say, she say, like, so I feel like, you know, especially with not really getting much help from the investigators, that also is discouraging too because it feels like, well, well, how are we supposed to move on from this? Right. Even for them saying, you know, trying to make it out that you guys went over there to jump on their mom, just all kind of speculations that weren't even true. And you guys didn't even get out the car and Taisha didn't even have any words with the mom because the mom didn't even, she wasn't even outside or anything. And for them to try to make it seem like, you know, she came to get her baby and they never brought my grandbaby to the door and just tried, just making all these different speculations. That's very hard and very discouraging. Exactly. Cause I'm like, we, like you said, me and Nadia never set foot out of the car. Me and Nadia never exchanged words with, you know, with either of them. The only thing, the only person we spoke to was Taisha. So it's, it's like all these stories that are being made out about Taisha and then also about us. Mm -hmm. it's, it was hard. It was really hard. Cause I'm like, well, what are we supposed to do? Like, what are we supposed to say? How can we, you know, get our story out without people still, you know, just looking down on everything and just being so negative. Right. Like I said, it just felt like, it just felt like there was no support. Like I felt hopeless. And then it was, it got to a point where I'm like, well, I don't know what to do for Taisha. Like, how can I move on from that? Right. Like, you know, so yeah, that was, like I said, to this day, I'm still, I still deal with a lot of trauma from that. It's like, um, whenever I think about her, the situation, like, so I just get a real heavy feeling. And then the fact that everything is just dragging on so long and it feels like there is no progress being made or any help from the system. And you guys did have have audio, have everything that was basically done. It was it was recorded. So I'm just not figuring out it wasn't video, but it was audio and it's self-explanatory. Yes, exactly. And then, you know, for them to not even, you know, they they asked me and Nadia to come in, you know, we went in separately, but they did ask us to come in and give our statements. And it felt like you know, even with the audio that Nadia had, because Nadia started recording as soon as Taisha got out the car. Yes. And I know she did because Nadia specifically said, well, let me record because Taisha wanted me to record in case anything were to happen. It was yes. like, you know, Taisha had a feeling herself 
that something bad was going to happen to her. But it's just the fact that, you know, we went up there, we told our stories about, you know, what happened. Nadia gave the audio. Is And none of that is being taken into consideration at all. So it kind of feels like, you know, we went up there for nothing. We yeah. spoke to them for nothing. We, You know, we were thinking they were going to help us with our friend and in the situation and, you know, be on their side. It feels like there is no one on our side. There's no support. That's sad. Yeah. And like I said, it's just, it's just really hard. Cause it's like, like I said, what, what can you do? It feels like everybody is in a sense against us. And that's also, like I said, the, I feel like that's part of my anxiety too as well that I've been experiencing is that nobody is really with you. You don't know, you know, you don't know who's for you or who's against you, but my first thought is they're against me. Yeah, that's true. Especially with the sense of Taisha went to go pick up Tanson. That was the whole purpose of us going down there. And I rode with her down there because when she spoke to me that morning and, you know, she was explaining the situation and the conversations and the way that they were talking to her, you know, you know, she was upset because who wouldn't be upset if somebody's calling you out your name and, you know, all you're trying to do is come to some type of agreement, especially about your pal. Yes. So it's just like, it just, it hurts because she went to go, you know, she went to go get tense and she went to go pick them up and bring them right back home and I like I said I would go down there with her because something in my soul told me that she shouldn't go down there by herself right we I didn't go down there with her you know to be on anything crazy I went down there to support her because she was already you know really frustrated and she didn't have anybody else to go down there with her especially since she was in Clarksville you know at school at the time and I live in Clarksville yes so you know I just wanted to be a friend and support her she just you know is I, we we never thought that was never a thought in any of our heads that that would happen right and i just really want to thank you for being supportive because when i did have to work and it was how you should needed someone to help out with my grandson in Clarksville, you always you and your mom were always willing to help and i appreciate you guys for that and i know this has been a struggle for you guys you and your mom especially you and have you been going to counseling? Yes, ma'am, I did. I actually started, I want to say back in, toward the end of March, I started. Um, and I've been to a couple of sessions. She's been, that's been able, that's been helping me get through. And, you know, just just trying to stay positive and optimistic about everything. Because, like I said, just with what I've been dealing with, I was in a really dark place after yeah. Taisha passed away like it was every day I was waking up crying it was every day it got to a point where I'm like well eventually like and I don't want to you know say this but it's like eventually I'm going to be gone too and I don't know when because Taisha was young we're the same age when she so it's like just to see that it scared me because I'm like well I never yes and like I said, I didn't want to leave my room. I just wanted to stay. And it got to a point where I started to feel like, well, I don't even want to be here anymore because oh. I don't want to experience anything like that again. I'm like, I, I was just scared. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to move forward. 
Um, but like I said, going to counseling, that that has helped me a little bit just to, you know, gain some insight and just to try to remain positive, and optimistic, and just also learn how to let Taisha live through me, how yeah. to remember her whenever I do start to feel, whenever I think about the situation or I do start to feel, you know, because I feel, I think about Taisha every day. Yes. Single day. It's some days when I think about her and I'll cry, but it's some days I think about her and I'll just smile because I'm like, Taisha was such a motivated person. She was so determined to get, yeah, she was so determined to, you know, get everything done that she needed to. And she was on top of her stuff. Yes, she was. And not only that for herself, extra hours and doing what she needed to do to succeed, to graduate. Exactly. While also making sure that Tanston had every need possible. Every need and want was taken care of. Yes, it was. So I'm just like, now it's just to a point where I just, whenever I think about her, like I'll, there's some songs that I listen to that, you know, she played around me and I'll think about her. I'll just try to feel like, you know, I'll just think back to when we were together and we were listening yeah. to those songs. We were singing, we were laughing. But it, it's it's been hard. It's definitely been hard. Yeah, I know. And then it, it's also upsetting too because, you know, we, me and my mom, we had planned on, we we had already, um, me and Taisha had already had it situated that me and my mom were going to watch Tents in the next day. So yes. when I called my mom that evening, my mom broke down crying too. I know. Because she was like, you know, Taisha was just over here. Yes. And we were both expect, you know, expecting to watch Tanston for her. Like, it, it just, it really hurt. And like I said, Taisha, she was a real friend. She was such a real friend. Like, I told her I never expected anything from her. You know, I don't expect anything from anybody when they, you know, when they're needing help. Because I'm going to yes. help you if I can. But I told her she wanted to pay me <laughs> when I had watched Tinston before. And I, told her, I was like, girl, no, I don't want anything from you. But she still took me. She took me with her to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. and as she was getting stuff that she needed for her house, she was getting food for me as well for my house. Because I wouldn't <laughs> let her give me money. Yeah, that's Taisha. She was like, well, you're going to get something, girl. So go get whatever you want in this store. Put it in the cart. Yeah. And me, I love to eat. So I'm going to get the food. <laughs> but she was she was definitely a real friend. She was just a great person overall. Just a, a great spirit to be around. A very true person to herself and to those around her. So it's just. I just hate that, you know, all these stories are going around and they're making her out to be this bad person. That was not Taisha. That is not yeah. Taisha because right. she's still here. She is. She is. Okay. Yes, well, I sure appreciate your time today. And um, like I said, again, I really appreciate everything that you have done for my daughter and my grandson. And I just want to thank you for even just being there for me now. And I'm just praying the Lord that um, for your strength and for your um, your mind, your peace of mind. And I just want to say thank you again for just holding on to my my daughter in her um, last few. I just want to thank you. Yes, ma'am. 
Yes, ma'am. Okay. Most definitely. All righty. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Our next guest we have with us um, is Taisha's cousin, Marisha. Marisha is going to um, give us insight on how this tragedy has affected her life as well as how it's affected our family. Well, I can speak for myself. Uh, Me and Taisha has been kind of thick as these for a little while now. Um, She's been a part of my heart as well as my life. Um, the same cousin that taught her how to drive. Um, a lot of stuff, really. I mean, most of our time was spent while I've come and coming down here on the weekend. Uh, at first I thought like, why this little girl want me to be around her all the time? She's so young. But <laughs> to know Tice, you have to know, like, if she feel like she want to be close to me, she going to get close to you. And it's always, it was always a welcoming place with her. It's ne- it never was age. It never really mattered. So, but, um, yeah, Taisha became a part of my everyday life. As far as going to work every day, everybody in my job knew. When she was calling, like, we had conversations. We engaged the people at work. They loved her, too. You know, like, it's like they knew her as well. But to get the call that I got was really traumatic for me and even to see her mom go through this it's that's hard as well and as far as my family as it said it has indeed set something off it's like woken i don't know it just woke us up and especially to think about how it's affecting trey uh, he's a very strong person as well and i couldn't imagine if it was me and it was me before but not in this type of way. But, um, yeah, I thank God that he allowed Taisha to be in our life as long as he did. I hate the fact that things had to go the way that they went. And I wish that Tanston was here because that would sure enough help a lot. Um, as far as grieving go, it's a day-to-day process. It's hard to say that you will get over it because I don't think I will, but I'm learning to go on about my day and to be as much of a help and a shoulder to her mom and her brother as much as possible. We want to thank you, Marisha, for those kind words and your feelings in regards to Isha. And um, like she said, we're just trying to go day by day and continue to keep the Lord on our side and just to get through this tragic situation. Our next guest we have joining us on a hearty heart is um, Jawan, as Taisha would say, Uncle Jawan. And Jawan, can you just give us insight on how you and Taisha's relationship was? Me and Taisha's relationship, Taisha and Trevion used to come to our house every week in the summer. And every week in the summer, we used to kick it, laugh, and have fun. But of course, during the middle of the week, they gonna get on my nerves eventually. And we gonna get on each other's nerves, probably. <laughs> so, 
Growing up, we used to always talk about dressing. We used to love to dress. Taisha, we used to always FaceTime each other like, should I wear this? Does this match? I'm wearing this today. I'm finna be so clean. Like, yeah. So that was a good thing. And we used to always, when she would call me, sometimes she would just call me because she wanted to vent. And we would get on the phone and talk for hours. And she would just tell me about everything she going through in life. And I'd tell her about what I'm going through in life. And that's how our relationship was. We, we went to school together and we got to school together. I used to always be like the uncle who would be, don't be talking to my niece. Everybody knew that. Get out of my niece. Don't be trying to talk to my niece. Like, just being extra, really. But we used to have fun. We used to trip out. So that was our relationship. And we got to spend her last homecoming together. We spent New Year's together, Christmas. So, and our last messages to each other was that we love each other. So that was our relationship. So how do you feel like this sister's climb has affected you and our family? I feel like this senseless crime has affected me by, at first I lost a lot of focus, motivation, I sat around, became lazy, mentally, physically too, honestly. But since then, as well, with me and Trevion, my nephew, we so close, it makes me think, like, how is he doing mentally? How does he feel? Because he's not very vocal right. about just how he feels about certain situations. So sometimes it makes me think about how is he doing? So that's why I try to stay in touch with him and be there right. for him. But also, I had to grieve myself and mm -hmm. try to understand and cope how I know how to as well. Because I really don't know how this is the closest person to me that I've ever lost. So, it's affected me. It made me want to be closer and spend time and just really take care of my family and be a provider and step up and be a man, to be honest. Right. So... And I feel like it's been an eye-opener for the family just seeing, like, we need to stay in touch. We need to keep each other close because you never know what each of us are going through in our day-to-day -day lives. Right. So do you feel like <clears throat> that the uh, actions that were taken in regards to this senseless crime, do you feel like that... Um, it could have been handled in a very different situation. You know, it didn't have to result with, you know, getting a, 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 gun, a gun. Yes, I definitely feel like it could have been avoided because the father of her child, she was murdered by the grandfather of her child, but the father, it shouldn't even get to him. It should have been dealt with between the father and the mother. So I don't understand why a man, a grown man, he He's should be more house. mature to even know that. But even the dad of the of Tanston, he should have known to handle the situation himself between him and Taisha because that's your baby. And the whole disagreement was about who's keeping the baby and who's not. And, you know, y'all both in school. She trying to get somewhere. You trying to get somewhere as well. So you got to compromise. So I feel like it's just stupidity on his behalf. I don't have no respect for him or his family. So 
that's how I feel about that. And the fact that <clears throat> this is going to be trauma, you know, for my grandson, you know, and they're not looking at, you know, the father should be looking at, you know, what's best, the best interest for his, his child and his future. And, you know, he's going to need his family. He's going to need all of his family because the older he gets, it's going to be worse on, you know, my grandson. Right. And I just wish they would, you know, realize that in regards to Tanston's well-being. Right. Like, feel like you should at least have enough. You should at least let the child see his family after what has taken place mm -hmm. when the whole situation was about you not wanting to keep your own child in the first place. So it doesn't make sense to try to keep him away now from the people who was always taking care of him. And that's the only piece of Taisha we got left. So... He gonna grow up, if we don't get to see him, he gonna grow up not even really knowing our side of the family and getting to meet his other little cousins and cousins around his age. So that's a whole nother different, that's trauma on him and us to be honest. So that's how I feel about that. Well, we would just wanna thank you um, for joining us today and giving your insight on how this has react, um, how this senseless crime has impacted your life as well as our family life. And we're just going to try to keep each other lifted up in prayer, our family lifted up in prayer, because at this time, that's all we can do is stick together and stay prayed. Thank you again for joining us on this episode of A Hearty Heart. No problem. HVAC Hello, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Um, I'm doing. Our next guest we have with us on um, A Hearty Heart is Miss Deja. Miss Deja, um, you and Taisha has been friends for a very long time, so we just want to get your um, input on how this um, senseless tragedy has affected you and your life and your relationship you had with Taisha. So I will start off with um, my relationship with her. Um, I met her literally through a FaceTime call, which was crazy. And then instantly after that, it was like we clicked. It was like we was like the same person, just we had different names. Um, <laughs> after that, so we clicked. She was, she was always, to me, she was always my little sister. We're the same age, and I was always big sister. But y'all know that little sister always yeah. needs, and big sister always need little sister. Regardless right. of not having the same blood or not, that would have made a difference as to who we were to each other. Um, I would say we always lived a big distance apart. Not a big di distance, but we never lived in the same town or city. So um, our relationship kind of grew based off a FaceTime call, a text message, and probably see each other maybe once a year. But we mm -hmm. always talked literally every day. So that's kind of how iPhone was created. And then trying to think she was like she, to me she was like uh, my next door neighbor that I never got to see as much but I know if it was time to do something she was going to hit that road for me and yes so with that being said we talked literally every day if we, if we didn't talk every day we would be like what's wrong with you like why you haven't talked to me today like what did I do mm -hmm. to you <laughs> Mm -hmm. so it it, it would have been it would have been crazy if we didn't if I said we didn't um, talk to each other every day. Um, so with her death, it's kind of changed my life a lot um, because she was a big part of my life, um, literally. 
So t not talking to her every day has really made a difference. I had to find things to do. Like, I can't talk to my sister today. So what am I going to do today? So that I feel that she's here with me. So I feel like every day I have some type of sign. I'm, I'm big on signs. Um, if something odd is strange, I'm like, why did this just happen? Why is this good? You know? So I'm like, it got to be my sister. I'm like, <laughs> I was going through something one day and I seen a red bird and a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people believe that red birds is a sign, a spiritual sign of somebody that has passed away and just showing you that they still here. So every time I'm going through something, I always see this red bird just come. I got a patio and I look out my window. You would just see a red bird just sitting on my patio. I'm like, okay, what my sister trying to tell me? Because every time I'm going through something, I'm reaching out to Taisha. I'm like, sister, I need, little sister, I need your help. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so it's like every time it's just be like little signs I'm like dang okay I, and then I feel better about it like everything is okay because I feel mm -hmm. like it's her um, so like I said I, I don't talk to her no more every day so um, every day we always ask each other what we gonna eat what we gonna cook like mm -hmm. we'll probably cook the same thing or she'll ask for my recipe and cook it the next day um, so I'm like, dang, I ain't got nobody to ask what I'm going to eat today, what I'm going to cook. <laughs> so I always trying to find ways to like bring her where it seemed like it just God find ways to bring her to me. Like if I'm feeling lost or something, I'm like, what would Taisha do? Like I can't talk to her. So what would she do? What would she tell me to do? And I kind of wrap my solution or assumption like around based on what I think she would do. Mm -hmm. um, so it just be like little stuff like that. I would. I would say that I haven't worked out in about three years. I started back working out to just stay sane, keep my mental right. Um, I have my days. I have I have my days probably every day, if not every other day. Um, but I'm always reminded, like, it's a process. It's a process. So you just got to stick through it. Um, it's a dark process, but you always got to know, like, you got to keep going because it ain't no turning back because ain't nobody back there. You just got to keep going and know that everything is going to be okay. So. Um, as far as like the grieving process, it's been, you know, everybody have their own different ways to grieve. Um, to me, I kind of grieve on my own. I don't really like venting to nobody because I don't, I don't know what that does for people. But for me, I just rather vent to myself. Like, cause yeah. you don't, you don't know how to, you don't know the feeling until you actually in it. Right. Um, so everybody, you can't really grieve to everybody cause it's not just something that I do, I would say. Um, but I just pray. I just pray every day. Yes. Ask God for answers, um, and just you just got to keep thinking positive. The negative yes. is what. If you gonna think negative, then that's what you're gonna receive. So as right. long as you stand, stand positive. You, I just start my day off with a prayer, end my day off with a prayer. Even in between times when I'm working out, I don't have people walk up to me, give me a hug, cause I'm crying while working out, thinking about my sister. Yeah. But you know, you just gotta literally keep going. Um, so I hope I answered your question. I'm welcome to answer any other questions. Um, how do you feel like that um, Taisha um, with with her goal? You know, I know Taisha was she was like scribing to to finish school. Like that was her main goal. Like she worked her butt off to try to do everything that she needed to do and um also to making sure that Tinsta was taken care of and I know like I said I know you guys talked on the phone every day we was like I talked to Deja and me and Deja are gonna do this and even when you guys went to Houston together 
Like that was a major. She was so excited about that. I was so happy to get her out because she always be like, I don't even have no friends. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna do this for you because I have a set of friends and I talked to her about my friends. Um, I'm like, well, this is what we're gonna do. I don't know. How, she she is she is the type of person that like if she don't know you, she really don't. She's not gonna say nothing when she's around you. So I was right. like, this is what you gotta do. My friends are like, and I never I never introduced my friends to her as. Or to I would I have never introduced her to my friends as Taisha is my friend. That everybody know like Taisha is not my friend. Taisha is literally my sister. So do not suspect it when somebody say he's my friend because she's not. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Houston trip, um, I was so happy that she came because I was like I don't know how she gonna act. So I'm telling my friends like y'all, she probably not gonna say nothing. So y'all gotta engage with her because that's just the type of person she is. She just because she don't know you. Know you. <laughs> She's not going to say nothing, and she's going to stay to herself. And I said, that's what's going to make it awkward. So I really like, I'm prepping my friends. I'm like, I would really like for y'all to make sure she's feeling welcome. Like, I don't see no, I don't see no, if it was an issue with her coming, I would have not invited her. And mm-hmm. same, vice versa. Um, so I'm right. like, let's just make her feel welcome because she, I want her to have friends. And me and my friends, we travel a lot. So I'm like, she don't really get that opportunity to do that. So if I can get her to come on this trip, I think it'll be a peace and relief for her just with everything she got going on with school. Everybody deserves that. Everybody deserves a vacation. So, the Houston trip. So when she got there, when we, when we had a whole group chat, everything, I, I will, people, they will be talking to her and she won't be responding. So I have, I have to text her like, girl, get out that shell. Like, it's okay. Like, we finna have fun. Like, let's have fun. And then the end of the resource was just amazing. Like, she was able to consider my friends her friends. If we planning a trip, they like invite Taisha because she cool. Mm-hmm. I knew it was gonna work out. It was gonna be good. <laughs> so it was just so fun. Like it was fun. Even my friends, they didn't even know her for what they know her for like mm, four months and four to five months, and her death affected them. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's crazy because just off one trip, like they, you know, what I'm saying, just a couple of days, it's crazy. Um, but her, she was just so genuine. Um, as far as school goes, so I got my um, bachelor's degree spring 2022 and she was going to get it this upcoming December and so yeah. she was so happy for me and I was like sister you just got to keep going because it was a lot of times when she felt like she wasn't going to be able to do it just because she got a kid and she yeah. got a down the road I'm like sister that's the you th- this is the this is the test God is putting you through you don't have no testimony if you ain't the test so you got to keep going right um, it, I said, it ain't nothing in this world that you cannot do. I got a little girl. My little girl just will be turning five in August. I started my my first year of college two weeks after I had my little girl. I'm like, girl, if I can do it, you can do it. It ain't nothing mm-hmm. that you can do. So if you got to travel up and down that road at the, your end resorts in the future, it's going to be so much. You're going to feel like a relief. Like, you got to get go through some to get what you want. Right. So I always told her, like, you know, you just got to keep going. If you need to... It was to the point where I'm like, girl, if I need to move down there to watch Tansa, I would do it. <laughs> I said I would do it. So we we would look we would look for like daycare. She did not want to put him in daycare, which was understandable. But I'm like, sister, we gotta do what we gotta do. Us yeah, we did look for we did and <sighs> yeah. I'm like, sister, if I know that don't sound out the, your best option, but just have it as an option. You know what I'm saying? Like, enough is enough. When you when you feel like you're being becoming overwhelmed, you just gotta do stuff for what's gonna make you happy. You can't rely on right. people to help you. Um, you can't just be dependent on somebody or people. Period. Um, because at the end of the day, testing is your responsibility. 
we just got to keep we kept, us black women, mothers, teen moms, um, growing moms, new moms. We just got to figure it out. Um, and that's something she always would do. She would always figure it out, um, regardless of if it would make her upset, if it would make her happy. At the end of the day, she, it was a relief for her. So um, back to what I was saying about school, um, she was she was de- very determined. And she, she would always say, I'm so happy for you. I cannot wait till I graduate because I know you did it. I can do it. And I was like, sis, it ain't even about that I did it. It's about because you want to do it. Yes. You wanna, don't do it. And so um, when she passed away, so I, like I said, I got, I got my uh, bachelor's degree in spring 2022. So um, as, as she's still in school, I entered to get my master's. And um, uh-huh. so I'm still getting my master's. So after her death, it was like, dang, I went like three weeks without doing homework. And I'm like, something's like, Deja, you got to finish. You got to finish out this semester. You got to finish out getting this master's because sister was aiming to uh, go back to school right after she graduated. And she yes. was not continue to go on and do what you want to do. Because we had plans to um, open our own din- dinner office. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we had plans to open our own dinner office. So I'm like, Deja, you got to do that. You got to graduate in December because we was both going to graduate in December and we were both going to plan a graduation trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, you gotta, you gotta graduate, and you gotta remember that she's here. So, like I said, science. I'm, I'm big on science. So, when it was times to, and now when it's times like when I just feel like giving up, I'm procrastinating. I'm not staying on top of something. I would know like, what would Taisha? Taisha would be like, you tripping, you tripping, like, big sister, you tripping. You need to get it together. And <laughs> like, you right. I'm like, you right. Taisha, get up, get up. You fine. So I, it just be like science like that, and then it just make you stay on top of stuff. Like now, at first, for me, my reason to get my master's was just because since I got my bachelor's, I might and I ain't got nothing else to do. I might as well continue on with school, you know, further my education so I can continue to grow. So, um, I, so after her death, I was like, what is my purpose? Like, what am I doing? Why am I still in school? Like, why am I, I already got my bachelor's. I really don't need no master's. So I'm like, you know what? This degree will be dedicated to her and we both will be walking in December together. So yeah. um, that's my motivation as far as her school and stuff like that. But she was a proud for mama. She would do anything for 10 cents. She would get yes. out of class and go get him. And probably if she could bring him to class, she would do so. Yes. Um, so, yes. Um, well, we sure appreciate you, Deja, for taking out of your busy schedule on today to give us your insight on this senseless crime and what Taisha meant to you. And we just want to keep you lifted up in our prayers as well and on your journey to complete your master's degree. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and I'm I'm more than welcome to do it again. Okay, we'll be reaching out to you again. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Our next guest we have joining us on um, a hearty heart is Mr. Herman Harris, which is the uncle of Taisha. Um, Uncle Herman, can you tell us how this senseless crime has impacted our family? Well, this has been a, a tremendous strain on the family. You know, uh, we all love Taisha, and, and it just it just happened all of a sudden. And you know, it just and for anyone out there that has lost a loved one, you already know what we're going through. You know, uh, so there is you know in, out in the world, you know, people know 
you lose someone that, that you love, you know, that you're close to, that you see every day, and and then and all of a sudden they just they just take it from you, you know that that put a, a tremendous strain on the family, you know, especially uh, the mother and the brother, you know, Tasha, and then her son, you know, they they just they going through and not getting to sleep, you know, when she can't go back to work, you know, it just it's just a senseless just a senseless death, and you know, just like to speak a little bit about Taisha, you know, Taisha was like more than a a niece to me. She was like a daughter, you know, because she grew up with my daughter and I used to pick him up from school, take him to school all the way from like the third grade all the way to until she got her a car. I would pick them up, her and her brother, and take them to school or they uh, Tosh would drop them off at my house and we would take them to school and we would laugh and play all the way to school and stuff. We from the little kid all the way up till she was basically grown. We was still we had that relationship, you know, that that more like a, a, a father daughter relationship, you know. We just had fun and stuff, and she was a fun, a fun girl. And you know, I would just like to say uh, to Taisha's to to the guy, to the baby's daddy. Have a heart. I'd just like to reach out to him, man. You you know what we're going through. You know what the family's going through. You've been around the family, you know, and you know that Tasha was nice to you. Tasha hadn't been nothing but nice to, to, to your family. And for you to take her grandson and just say that you are not ready for her to see him, you know, I would say, man, just have a heart. Have some feelings. I'm sure at one point in time you did uh, love Taisha. And if you have any kind of feeling, if you have any heart, let, Ta let Tasha see her, grand her grandson, you know. Her daughter is already missing. She, you're already taking the daughter, and it just, just, just think about what she's going through. You know, think about what your mother would be going through if it was you. You know, just, just think about that. If that she was on the other foot, you know, don't you think that that your mother would want to see your your the grandbaby? You know, I would just say, man, it, it just doesn't make any sense. I just can't, I just can't wrap my my head around that, you know, you, your father has taken her daughter and now you have taken her grandson. But see, you have some control over that. We don't have any control over Taisha. Taisha's gone. But the grandbaby is right here. So, you know, give Tasha a peace of mind. Let her see her grandbaby. She shouldn't have to go to court to try to fight just to see someone that she had been there with since day one. She was here before the baby was even born, you know. Uh, she was here before you were. She was here before your mother and your father. Tasha had been with the baby before he was born. He got his toys all around the house now, you know. And, you know, he's in unfamiliar territory. He needs to be around somebody that he recognizes, you know. I don't... I don't know what he's going through or, or what you's going through, but you know I, I'm sure that you you's thinking about this. You know, if you got any kind of heart, man, just let Tasha see the grandbaby. We shouldn't have to go to court to try to see this grandbaby. You know, if you we're, we're a peaceful family. We're not thinking about hurting anybody. We're gonna let we're gonna let justice run its course. You know, 
and and if, if the long arm of the law uh, don't write it to it, you know, we're going to leave that in God's hand. God said, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, so we, we're not out to seek vengeance. Right. We're just here to, to, right now, our main concern is to see a test. We just want to see it. You know, we haven't heard from him or seen him in four months. We just can't imagine what he's going through. You know, that's that just torture. Trauma. That's torture. That's trauma to Tasha, trauma to the baby. You know, we, we know that he's, you know, he, he's, he's over a year old now. So we know that he's asking, where is his mother? What are you telling him? You know, we just want to, we just want to see him. We just want to see the grandbaby. We just want to see the baby. You know, so have a heart. And, and, and to your mother, you, your mother's mother. I mean, she, and she's the baby grandmother. So I'm sure that she, she understands. She understands what another mother is going through. She understands what a grandmother is going through. So, I mean, yeah, just, just have a heart, you know, please just have a heart. Just reach out to, reach out to Tasha or reach out to some part, somebody in the family. Somebody in the family, you know, we we are not out to do anything but see the grandbaby. We don't want to hurt anybody. We just want to see the grandbaby. Our main concern is to see this grandbaby right now. You know, uh, just have a heart, man. All I can say is just have a heart. Think about what we're going through. Think about what Tasha's going through. Think about Tasha. And to your mother, just think about from mother to mother. Think about what she's going through. And bring tension around. Let us. Let us see the baby. We shouldn't have to go to court. This shouldn't be a court battle between her her seeing her grandbaby, somebody she raised, she's been there with since day one. Now it's all of a sudden she got to go to court to see the baby, somebody that she helped bring to this world, somebody that she's been around all this baby's life. And now this baby is, is somewhere thinking that he's been abandoned by his grandmother. His mother is gone. Now he's thinking that he's been abandoned by his grandmother, by his uncle, by all of his family that he knows. That he and he, he's not used to being around all of your family, so just have a heart, man. Just all I can say, just have a heart. You know, I'm talking to the baby's dad. Just have a heart. Let Tasha see her grandbaby without going through all this court battle. This is not even necessary. Well, thank you, Uncle Herman, for um, giving us your insight. We really appreciate that. And as my uncle stated. We're leaving everything in the Lord's hands because we know justice is going to be prevailing. And we also know that Tanston is coming home. I would like to thank you guys for listening to a Hearty Heart podcast. Hope you've enjoyed our first episode. Be sure to subscribe and look for our next episode where we'll hear from a special guest that would like to share their thoughts and experience from that night. Also, I would like to give a special thanks to each and every one that took out their time today to speak with us on today. I really appreciate it, and I would like everyone to be on the lookout for the next episode. Thank you. <music>